Welcome to Pocket Fiction by Steve Cook. Noctis Point, Chapter 4. Alex stood outside Mother Chen's home for the disadvantaged, mulling his options. The door was locked in the evening, and woe betide anyone stuck outside. Dinner was at 5.30 prompt, such as it was, and he'd missed that by an hour already. The only open windows were on the second floor, and the rusty drain pipes looked like they wouldn't take his weight. The back door would be locked as well. Reluctantly, Alex looked around for the nearest printer phone station. There was always the chance that one of the other children would answer and spare him Mother Chen's wrath. Alex! He looked up. Bink was half hanging out of one of the second-story windows. She grinned, and he smiled back. Let me in? Sure, she said, and vanished inside. Alex walked over to the door and waited, picking at some of its flaking blue paint and crumbling it in his hands. The sounds of the oncoming night seemed to fill the sky right up to the grey lid of smog. The high-pitched wail of a P.O. skimmer, a couple arguing in the street, the moans of someone in pleasure or pain, and off in the distance, the sound of gunfire. It was a constant source of amazement that the London Council had allowed an orphanage to be built on the edge of the Dimlands, but then gang money probably trumped common sense. The door creaked open and he stepped into the hallway, nose wrinkling. Cabbage for dinner? You missed out, man. It was awesome, Bink said, shutting the door quickly. Barbara had a tantrum because she didn't take her meds and threw up over the serving hatch. I guess that is more awesome than a terrorist attack. I didn't get the job, by the way. He shrugged. I mean... Alexander! Mother Chen's strident voice from the stairs cut him off. Alexander! Alex winced, hunching his shoulders. Yes, Mother? He looked up at the woman making her way with some difficulty down the stairs. Her immense bulk made her a threatening presence, and Alex always got the impression that there was strength hidden by the hideous floral-patterned dress tenuously holding together under the pressure of her weight. Her black piggy eyes were narrowed in barely contained fury. You are late, she wheezed, but that is not the source of my displeasure this evening. If it's about the job... Yes, it is about the job! I have heard that you were most rude to kind Mr. Lee who was good enough to show you his establishment. She put her huge hands on her hips. And then I hear you turned him down. He wanted me to smuggle weapons, mother, and... And what? Are you suggesting to me that you've never skipped school, Alexander, or stolen sweets from the market? She loomed over him, blocking out the hallway's unshaded bulb. Because you and I both know that you're guilty of both of those. And did I get the P.O. involved? Alex looked down. No, mother. If you'd like, I can ring them right now. Get them round here. She started to move towards the blank grey door beyond which hid her office. If you're having such a crisis of conscience, Alexander, why not get it all out now? Wait, he said, pulled along in her wake. I can't take the job, even if I wanted to. Why not? Because the shop they were using is gone. Destroyed. Mother Chen stopped, her hand on the metal door. What do you mean? As concisely as he could, Alex told her what had happened. He watched her face for the familiar beetroot purple rage that she seemed to reserve just for him, 
but if anything, she began to look older, paler. I haven't heard anything about this, she said. Alex shrugged. It's probably on the news. If you are lying... She held his defiant stare for a moment, then turned and walked into her office. The door clanged shut behind her. Alex felt his muscles unclench in relief. He climbed the wooden stairs and walked along the bare corridor. As he passed each open door, he looked in to make sure that everything was quiet. Most of the children were young, and Mother Chen's was a sort of halfway house for those on their way to being fostered. Average stay was six months. Alex had been there eight years, Bink five. Alex reached his own room and pushed the door open. It was cramped, barely room for a worn bed and a little cardboard wardrobe. Closing the door behind him, Alex unbuttoned his shirt and threw it onto the top of the wardrobe. Stupid job. It wasn't that he didn't want to be fostered. Like all the children, he kept a small bag under his bed, ready to be picked up and packed into at a moment's notice. But it had never worked out that way. He'd just never had the chance to prove it. Younger children got fostered before him, and after the crushing disappointment had begun to fade, he'd realised that Mother Chen probably had something to do with it. With a sigh, Alex lay down on the bed, aching like never before. There was a knock at the door. Come in. It was Bink, and Alex waved a hand limply at her from the bed. You okay? Yeah. Mother Chen wasn't too happy. I reckon she's worried about problems in the gang. If they lost a load of the weapons, or there were drugs or whatever at the shop that got destroyed... Alex shook his head, suddenly exhausted. It's been a crazy day. I still can't believe you got involved in that terrorist thing, Bink said. Alex shook his head. Are you seriously jealous? It was freaking terrifying. Yeah, well... They both fell silent as a rising wail floated down the corridor. Someone upset about something. Alex, Bink said. Got a thing we need to do? She jumped off the bed and grabbed a t-shirt, throwing it at him. Put some clothes on, boss. It was like a code between them. Mother Chen ran the home, but Alex and Bink were its guardians, and occasionally enforcers. As he pulled the t-shirt over his head, Alex wondered if any job could be as hard as managing the children here. Hours later, when all was quiet and the last child had been settled for the night, Alex lay on his bed, staring up at the ceiling. A faint orange light came in through the mildewed curtains. He heard the bedsprings of Bink's bed clanking as she moved. The way her room and his were laid out, Alex realised. It was like they were in a double bed, the wall neatly dividing it in half. Hey, Alex, Bink said, her voice coming into his room through a tiny vent up on the wall. When you get a job... You won't live here anymore, right? You know I can't be here much longer anyway, unless Mother Chen wants to keep me around, Alex said. I'm going to be too old. State funding stops for me tomorrow. I mean, you'll get a house, right? Because you're going to get a good job. Alex laughed. Yeah, right. As if I'll be able to afford anything other than a pod down by the river. And you'll have at least two bedrooms, so I can come and visit. Suddenly awake, Alex turned his head, looking at the wall, at where Bink would be. Uh, sure, he said. I mean, you can come and stay over at my pod, or wherever, really. Even if there's only one bed. I'll sleep on the floor. She giggled. You're such a gentleman, she said mockingly. 
Alex waited for long minutes, but there was nothing else. He lay, too warm under his duvet, wondering if there was something else he should have said. You've been listening to Chapter 3 of my novel, Noctis Point. If you've enjoyed this episode of Pocket Fiction, check out stevecookfiction.com for more episodes and blogging about writing. Also, it would be great if you could leave a five-star review on the iTunes store. They really do help.